It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And this truly is a Cookie Lab episode. We have been holed up in our cookie laboratories trying to make recipes better so that you don't have to have inferior cookies in any way, loyal listeners. That's right. We would never, ever inflict an inferior cookie upon you. If you've listened to the last two episodes, you would know... They were both inferior, by the way. ...that we have been struggling with inferior cookies, (laughs) uh, partly because Jill followed the recipe exactly, and I did not follow the recipe exactly i veered from the recipe causing all kinds of problems it's like an aesop's fable except that sometimes you should veer from the recipe and sometimes you shouldn't that's the moral oh okay but how do you know when you don't have to tell me that (laughs) you don't you know the listeners don't have to because they have us that's right Shall we get into it? Shall we? Yeah. So the so the first cookie that we um, are subjecting to this first ever cookie lab switcheroo was the Nantucket bike path cookie that I made inspired by my trip to Nantucket a couple of weeks ago. That's right. Your part in the search for fantastic cookie recipe. Yes, and I and I did think it had a fantastic flavor, but it was not, it was not structurally sound. And uh, we thought maybe you could do some tinkering with that recipe to improve it and and stabilize it in some way. Right, and we both thought that there was either too much or too little of key ingredients. Yes, I thought I my supposition was that it needed more flour. What what did you do? And Chris? my supposition was that it had too much butter. Okay. But I thought about this okay. and I realized that that's the same thing. It if is. You, it is. You, you increase the flour, you're decreasing the ratio of the ratio. Uh, of butter. The flour to fat ratio. Two parts flour, two parts fat, and one part sugar. That's the magic. Well, ratio, there was no other word for it, I suppose. This turns that on its head. This original recipe had one part butter, one part flour, and one and a half parts sugar. So it did have way too much sugar for Mm -hmm. the butter and flour. I went to the laboratory and... I used some math. I used some math and my kitchen scale. And I measured out the mass of butter and the mass of flour and the mass of sugar. And it it did follow the ratio that I just said. The original was 170 grams of butter, 180 grams of flour, so basically one to one, and 260 grams of sugar. That's twice. No, almost. Yeah, it's it's eighty grams more than flour. Ninety grams more than butter. One and a half times. One more. and a half. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I looked at a successful chocolate chip cookie recipe that we have had in the past. Was just it the to New see. York Times? Yeah, the New York Times. Yeah, it's a good one. The it's Jacques Torres. That one doesn't follow our magic ratio. 
Oh. But we really like it. Mm-hmm. And it is also 170 grams of butter. So I thought we were on the right track since the butter was the same amount. Okay. But then what happened? The sugar was also very high. 253 grams of sugar hmm. compared to the 260 grams of sugar in the Nantucket cookie. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Which kind of threw my theory out the window of too much sugar. Let's talk about my flour theory. Yeah. 240 grams of flour. Versus what was it? Like 180? 180. Yeah. Yeah. So Need more flour. So that's what I, I went with. I put in 240 grams of flour. I also added some baking powder. Was there no baking powder in the There original? was no baking powder in oh. it. There was baking soda, which we know is oh, a leavener, okay. but it also makes it spread it. a bit. Yeah, and it needs more. So I wanted a little bit more leavening, so I put in some baking powder, and then I put in our secret ingredient, some the milk, milk powder? powder to make it a In addition to the secret ingredient that the recipe calls for, which is cognac. Yes, I got the same cognac that you used. So the only thing that has changed in this recipe is Three 33% more flour, <laughs> yeah. 33% more flour, and baking powder. And, and milk, milk powder. And milk powder. But milk powder, we know, just makes it a little smoother, less grainy with the gluten-free flour. Gluten-free flour is a bit grainy. Okay, well, can we? Can I try it? I, I got to tell you, it looks like an intact chocolate chip cookie, much Good. more so than mine did. Good. All right. Shall I eat it? Let's taste it. Let's hmm. go. Hmm. Did you use New York Times amounts of baking powder and... Well, the milk powder is just like a teaspoon, right? I use the same amount of baking soda, three and a half grams of baking soda. And then I added another... Mm -hmm. Chris, I was so excited, but do you think the flavor is still there? The flavor of the cognac? Yeah. I added another three grams of baking powder. Um... Yeah, I've kind of lost. I wouldn't know that there was cognac in it. Yeah. I like the flavor of mine better, but yours is obviously superior. As far as the cookie goes? Yeah. Did you put pecans in it? I did. Hmm. I like this cookie better. I like my cookie better. (laughs) It's just too difficult to eat. It's just too difficult to eat. This stays together. It's cookie-like. It's maybe delicious. maybe if wrong. you're doubling your flour recipe, you need to put in some more cognac. You might need to double your cognac, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how you double cognac flavor without doubling the liquid. Right. Because liquid, once again, would uh, make this would change make, the make the spread a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, I think it's a good cookie. I think you're right. I think we could go back and try to enhance the flavor a little bit more we'll leave it to our loyal listeners to try that Mm, no i might i might tinker with it during chocolate chip cookie month we'll see mm. okay we can come back to it on chocolate chip cookie month which isn't that far away now isn't the summer flying by it's almost august which is very exciting for us because it's chocolate chip cookie month speaking of exciting I'm excited by the meringue. When I 
presented in last week's episode that I went to Iceland and had a Matarin's corn flake cookie. I was so disappointed because I mistakenly, <laughs> not really mistakenly, on purpose, substituted honey for superfine sugar. And that was just because I didn't have super fine sugar and I didn't have a food processor, which I did buy, by the way. I have a food oh, processor oh. on the way. Did so. you get a Prime Day deal on that? I did. <laughs> nice. Okay, good. All right. Well, yeah, I was shocked that you made that substitution. I have never made a meringue. When I took these out of the oven, I was so excited because they looked like they were supposed to. You could tap them and they acted like they were supposed to. Let's see if they taste like what they're supposed to. I, I did follow the recipe to the letter. I got the super fine sugar. I think I um, might have crushed up the cornflakes a little bit too fine because it was so much fun to just pulverize them <laughs> in my bare hands. Um, I, that well, I kept you, going. Pulver- you pulverize them inside a bag, no? No, I just went for it. Did you really? Yeah. It was a small amount. It was like half a cup. Yeah. And they were supposed to be coarsely, you know, coarsely mashed. What do you call it? And you pulverize them with your bare hands. That's right. Which are are otherwise useless, as you know, from attempting to do manual fine motor skill tasks. That's right. Well, you know, that's how you increase your... Your yes, hand strength. It's part of you my start, it's part of my regimen. You start by by crushing cornflakes, and then you move up to like marshmallows, which get, have a little bit more give. And then, like someday, I can I can disassemble a pop up tent. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you some play doh. Mm-hmm. Well, do let's this. see. You wanna you wanna take a take a bite of this here? I do, I do, I do. Icelandic I do. volcano cookie. I do. All right, here we go. Mm. Mm. So much better. But still not quite right. <laughs> but that might have been a baking thing. Like I think I... What does it say? 15 to 18 minutes? I think I took it out at like 12 because they were starting oh. to brown. Okay. Well, I don't think I don't think um, mm. putting them in anymore would hurt them. They have the same flavor, interestingly flavor. enough. Um as the other ones they're just much more delicate and meringue but not really there's it's still not ripe very difficult to eat what is i am like a texture disaster <laughs> this is really a testament to the difference between you know honey and sugar as a sweetener because the other ones were so completely different in texture they were kind of like a wet rag <laughs> I think the cornflake needs like a to, marshmallow. The I think the cornflakes are not too small. Um, interestingly, my cornflakes I think stayed a little crunchier than your cornflakes. Well, and these were gluten-free cornflakes, so I really don't know, you know, which the recipe says like it calls for cornflakes, and it's like you know double check for gluten-free if you need that. So it's not like they never intended. For there to be gluten-free cornflakes in there no and i've cooked with gluten-free cornflakes before and they they don't do anything weird nothing weird no so maybe it did need to be baked a little bit longer it could okay. be that you just made them a couple days ago as well meringues yeah i did i don't know how long meringues stay nor do i maybe three days or so 
So, but, um, but it's a, it's a yummier cookie, I would say. Like the fact that these are probably two or three days old and they're still edible. Whereas yeah. the, the last uh, meringue cookie that we made, the Marin's cornflake cookies, were inedible after three days. Yeah, they became frightening. They just, they absorbed any moisture that was in the air. Mm. And they started to slowly move across the room. <laughs> it's like something out of the Adams family or something. Exactly. Um, like, oh, those are just our but pet But very cookies. timely because the volcano is erupting in yes, I heard. Iceland. And, and thankfully, all the Icelanders are uh, safe and it's not, it's not threatening any uh, developments or... Or any humans, so um, they can just enjoy their. And the animals their, know they know their to get lava. Away. Yeah. yeah, it's just oozing lava. So, um, Chris, I'm surprised. I'm surprised by all of this. I thought that we would both return with indubitable triumph, and these cookies—they're still—they're really—it's really a puzzle. They're they're better. They're just different. No. The meringue is better. The other chocolate chip cookie or or this this chocolate chip cookie. The other chocolate chip cookie, this one lost some of the uh easier to eat. Yeah, Um, but less maybe less pleasurable. That just leaves more for our listeners to to play with. We'll put these recipes up online. We didn't put the last recipes up online because I wasn't sure about them. So Yeah, what should we do? Or will we make notes of our We'll now put them up and people can continue to tweak and help be be satellite laboratory, cookie lab laboratory um, listeners. That's right. We're taking it worldwide. Scientists. Let's go. Let's go, cooks. Home cooks. Let's do it. And then send us the cookies and we'll be the judge. Yes, with a $20 bill. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All and right, next Chris. week... What's going to happen next week? Next week, we'll try another cookie. I have an idea already. Excellent. Good. I can't wait to hear what it is. Okay. See you then. See you then. Bye. It's Cookie Lab.